Hello, friends. I am Lynn McLaughlin. And I'm Karen Iverson Riggers. And this is Real, real by <laughs> Let's get real. Real emotions, real experiences. Join us to explore authenticity and how to get real with yourself and others. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Real Vibes Only. I am Karen Iverson Riggers. My pronouns are she, her. Oh, with me is my co-conspirator, my co-podcaster, my person. Hi, Lynn. Hello, I'm Lynn McLaughlin, pronoun she, hi. her. Um, hi. <laughs> um, hi. Um, hi. So today... You know, we're we're talking about something that we're all too busy to do. Rest. So Lynn, I love Lynn says, like, you are a human being, not a human doing. So today we're gonna talk about all things rest. All things rest. So um pull up a couch, right? I'll encourage you to like go lay down while you listen to this episode. Go rest. Will you listen to this episode? That that would be, yeah, that that'd be living it, right? So we're just gonna go take a nap now, um, <laughs> for twenty minutes of our episode. If that, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so we wanted to talk about rest and today because, well, quite a few different reasons. One is this season of the year, which for many of us. It's so busy and so packed, right? Second is really hearing from folks, hearing in community that people are exhausted. We're exhausted. We're exhausted from the weight of living in a world um, that is divisive, that is full of kind of witnessing trauma and experiencing trauma. We're exhausted from the weight of capitalism. We're exhausted from the weight of trying to do it all. We're exhausted from a lot of times wearing masks that we're fine, right? I'm fine when inside we might be struggling. We are exhausted. We also wanted to talk about rest and this idea of thinking about how we how we slow down and thinking about how we slow down. So part of this is inspired by the incredible work of the NAP Bishop, Trisha Hersey, uh, with the NAP Ministry. And I'm going to be talking more about that in our podcast today. But part of that is inspired by other really great work that folks are doing around talking about rest as resistance. So I guess to start us off, Lynn, how's your rest? Uh, at this exact moment, it is really, really good. Um, Emma came home for the holiday weekend and actually was home for almost 10 days. And Honestly, uh, my capitalistic mindset prior to her coming home was get everything off your list. So it was very, very um, chaotic for a little bit. But when she was home, being really, really intentional, 
intentional, intentional about being present with her. And I know we're going to be doing another podcast on savoring. Um, and to me, savoring every moment with her and being present, whether that was, you know, eating a meal together or watching the Great British Baking Show, which we love, um, or driving to one of our favorite places and really being present. And I also want to acknowledge um, it was blissful. It really was. It was not perfect um, as human beings that are conditioned to do. It can be uh, really challenging sitting still because we've been conditioned to have a to-do list and um, all of the things that we should be doing and connecting our value to that. Like if I'm doing something, then I have value. And the reality is when we are present in the present moment, that's the most peaceful place to be because we're not looking backwards and we're not looking forwards. So it's really a quest for peace and a quest for rest. Um, yeah, that, that's sitting still and it's uncomfortable. I've, I have been practicing it for a couple of years and I, you know, doing that as often as I can and realizing that life, life happens too, where you do have things you have to do, um, and balancing that and being aware of it, I guess is the best way to do that. So right at this moment, it's good because I'm coming off of a, 10-day intentional, really being aware of it, and then life hits. So I'm kind of in the right before life hits mode where I'm I'm really grounded. How is your rest, my friend? How is my rest? So um, I uh, lately have been like sleeping pretty well, which is not always the norm for me. Um. But I have also been um, trying to nap like during the day, which is, it's just revolutionary for me. It's not a thing that I do. <laughs> it's not a thing that I do. And when I unpack that, it is really hard for me to do it because I, when I think about life, right, and I'm working and I do community work and I have family, like I'm, I'm the main, I'm the household manager in our family. Right. So meals and cleaning and all of the other like random tasks and then kids. Right. And all that comes with that. And so there are always things to do always. And so sitting with that and then saying, and no one is going to like give me rest, right? This is the thing where you were talking about with having this intention of taking these moments. And for me, a lot of times it's just moments. I'm, when I'm talking about taking a nap, I'm not, not like, oh, I'm taking an hour nap. It might be 15 minutes and I might not sleep, but I'm quiet. I close my eyes, right? I'm I'm in this present moment. And the hardest part, the hardest part for me is setting aside all of the like scrolling in my head that's happening 
around what I'm supposed to be doing right now. It's really challenging, but it is also really incredible. And I think I might describe it as liberating. This idea of taking ownership of my time and space for me is really powerful. So sometimes rest looks like taking a taking a little cat nap, right? Taking a little rest. But sometimes it looks like things that really connect my mind, emotion, body, spirit, connect my whole self. And so it might be taking a hike. I've I've said every week I'm going to go take a hike. There's a local nature preserve and I love it. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's grounding to get my feet on the ground and to smell this time of year, like the evergreens and pine that I smell as I walk through to hear, um, hear the birds that are rustling around. So it, it might be that it might be journaling for me. Sometimes it's cooking, um, because I'm really present cooking or baking. I'm really present in, um, smelling, tasting, um, so I think about rest, not just like sleep, but activities where I'm connecting and being fully present, as you had kind of talked about, like times when you're fully present in the moment. And to me, that's rest. So one of the things that means for me is I have like pretty much almost shut off social media. And, um, oh, the draw to get back into it is strong. Uh, like <laughs> it, it is, it, it is out. It is like this, like siren call on my phone. Like, Hey, look at me. Come scroll some news stories. Hey, look at me. Like come check out what other people are doing. Hey, look at me. It is real. It is real. And so one of the things that I'd encourage or challenge you to do. So I have a, I have, um, I have a timer set on my phone. So my phone um, from 10 o'clock to 7 a.m., I have to like put in my code and be intentional about opening my phone. Like it's it says, uh, it says, good night. Like you're supposed to not be looking at your phone. I mean, that's not what it says, but <laughs> you, can, you can set that. You can set that on your phone. You can set up, um, you can set up limits on your screen time. Right. I've done this for my kids. And I was like, why don't I do this for myself? (laughs) (laughs) And, and, um, and it's just a helpful tool and reminder, um, to, because when I am, when I am on my phone, I'm not being present. And it's interesting as you were sharing that, because that is, that is a, I don't know if I'd call it a downfall of mine because it's also a way I connect with people, but to be intentional about connecting with people in a limited amount, for me, that feels like something I want to look at. I like the idea of time, attaching a time limit to it. The other part that really came to me as you were sharing all that is when I am in that place of scrolling um, and reading, I'm thinking, 
I'm not necessarily feeling. And I think that's another, you know, um, who was it? Eckhart Tolle talks about the when you are present, you have emotion. Presence comes through emotion, not through thinking. Thinking is a is a different piece of who we are as human beings. So I like putting that together too and really looking at am I seeking thinking or am I seeking presence and embodying all of it? And I love that you you brought the presence of cooking into it because I know that's a passion of yours and knowing like sensory and emotion and there is thought in it, but it's all brought together by presence. That's really cool. I like that. So this idea of, I think of how many folks I talk to who are, you know, when you ask how they're doing, they're exhausted, right? They're exhausted. And it, and it's all of those things that we carry, right? These weights that we carry. And so go out, like buy this book, Rest is Resistance, a manifesto, or listen to a podcast um, with Trisha Hersey who talks about rest as a form of resistance. And here are like some of the things that she outlines. So one is this belief, and this aligns with everything that we talk about in ECPR and all the work that we do is that you are a divine being. And as such, you are enough just as you are. You don't have to do another, she says, you don't have to do another damn thing <laughs> to earn your worth. And absorbing that message, I, is really challenging for me. And it might be for you too. But this framework of understanding of saying like, oh, I am whole just as I am, right? And so I don't have to do another thing to earn my worth. Do I have to do things? Well, yeah, this is like a balancing of reality, right, folks? Like, yes, we have to do things. <laughs> We have to do things, but it is a, it is a mantra. It is a reminder. It is a, a way of being in this world that all of us have the opportunity to grasp for ourselves. And this is one of the things I find most powerful about the work of the NAP ministry is talking about our bodies as a site of liberation. That we can't wait for systems to change. We're not going to. And many of the systems that this pushes against capitalism, white supremacy, patriarchy, are, are not going to shift. It's not in their benefit to shift, right? And so our bodies as a site of liberation, this opportunity for us, for us, to take rest as a form of resistance, not rest as a form to do more things. That's not what this is about. It's not about like getting more sleep or napping so we can be more productive cogs in the wheel. It is rest as a form of liberation for ourselves. And so I, I, you know, one of the first things when I heard about this, I was like, oh, sweet, like take a nap. That's amazing. Yeah, take a nap. And then, you know, you unpack all of the layers of this and what this really is and what they're talking about and how powerful this is. 
And so when I think about this work and I think about how I want to bring this into my life, I think about making this a practice of grabbing rest in little bits wherever I can. So the other day was one of those days where the snow was coming down like a snow globe. You know how that happens sometimes outside? And I just sat for a couple minutes and looked out my window. And and so I think what I find so powerful about this is this is possible for everyone for each and every one of you to figure out ways in your life that you can grab these moments to slow down and the difference that it makes and the difference that it makes in slowing down and finding these moments of rest. Really powerful. I was going to say, I can feel the having the power to choose to choose what my life looks like and not being reactionary to what the systems tell us to do or to be um, on that quest for constant achievement and validation. And I love that the counter to that is I'm already divine and whole just as I am. I, I need do nothing to prove to anyone that that's a truth that is a foundational truth of who I am and to be able to to really have those moments I love the snowflakes that's something I I do a lot in winter is like really really I like to get up close and personal with nature (laughs) you know like really like have a snowflake land on your hand and really see the beauty in it and the intricacies of it and um yeah. And, and when you're in that doing mindset, you miss so much and it's magical. It really is. It's, it feels magical. And I love the empowerment piece of it because that feels really, I can feel that as you were talking about it, I could feel that like, no, I'm not going to do, I am going to be in this moment. And the, the reality of we can do that at any time. And it doesn't have to be, you know, a three hour nap or whatever to to take those moments to really be present and um, rest. And I know you have talked about, I just ordered the book, so I'm excited, but have listened to the podcast and have been following the nap ministry for quite a while. Um, One of the things that, that you had shared from the book is the daydream piece And like everything in my being embraces daydreaming. That's something Emma and I have done since she was a little girl. Like, what do you think would happen if this happened? And oh my gosh, what if this happened? And really the the magic and creativity that can happen with daydreaming and the possibilities and, and listening and really getting in touch with that inner wisdom that we have and really solidifying the trust we have in ourselves as well. That's like a huge piece of daydreaming for me. I love daydreaming. And and the power (laughs) of imagination, 
the mm-hmm. power of imagination, right? When we feel in places when we're really stuck, right? And oh gosh, yeah, I'm feeling that in an aspect of my life right now, feeling <laughs> really stuck, really stuck, and don't know what to do. And uh, I think about the power of what if I just like daydreamed about it for a while. And sometimes I think, I think our feeling, I, I'm a person who lives in the world of hope. And I think hope is powerfully connected with imagination and daydreaming because it is, it is thinking about other possibilities than what current state is. And if we don't take time to do that, to imagine, to vision, and I think about people and maybe you can think of someone in your life and maybe it's someone you're connected with as a family member, or maybe it is um, a figure from history. Um, in the Nat ministry, she writes about Harriet Tubman, who imagined this underground railroad and said, like, there is a way. And I think about how exhausted she must have been. Right. And so we can't we can't pave new ways unless we imagine them. And so this this idea of daydreaming is just is incredible. And I think about the gift of so Lynn and I like daydream a lot too together about the work that we do. <laughs> and like, okay, so what if we did this and then what if this happened? And then what if like these people contacted us? And then what if like you know? And and, it's and let's fun. throw the box out. And let's throw the box out. <laughs> yeah, let's throw the box out. We we um, this is you know probably now two years ago, daydreamed like what if if we could write our own curriculum around emotion and and friends, we did that. It's called the missing piece, but but we daydream together. We will set aside days together. We call them strategic planning, but that's not actually what we're doing. We're going to, I think we need to rename them to daydream days. <laughs> and daydream and dialogue. Daydream and dialogue. Ooh, yes. Daydream and dialogue. D squared. D squared. <laughs> See, we're doing it right now. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. So, but it, it takes being intentional about setting aside that time to do that. And, <laughs> And, and it's not easy. It's Sorry, not easy. I just had oh, a song so come to oh, me. Oh, oh, what's the song? <laughs> D-N-D. It's Dynamite. <laughs> Instead of T-N-T, it's yeah, D-N-D. Yeah, D-N-D. Mm-hmm. Now, now we have a theme song for us, too. Yeah. Y- you never know what's going to happen on an episode of Real Vibes Only. This is where our minds go, and it's beautiful, and I love it. It's so good. (laughs) It's so good. It's so good. It could be our next curriculum. It could be. It could be. (laughs) Dynamite. Whenever I think of D&D, I think of Dungeons & Dragons, because we've got a and d fan at our house. So, Boy, are we dating ourselves. I'm like (laughs) ACDC from the 80s. Uh 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 (laughs) Uh-huh. So good. Really good. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. So as we're coming in to this holiday season and into the new year, um, 
I, every year I choose a theme. And so last year, I might have talked about it on the podcast. I think I did. Last year, my theme was low, ex- or this year, my theme has been low expectations. I can talk more about that, but I think, oh, we're going to do an episode on expectations. So I'll talk more about it then. Stay tuned. <laughs> but um, for 2023, my theme is going to be rest is resistance. And so the whole idea of what I want to bring into my life is being intentional about rest. Intentional about rest and intentional about holding that truth that I am a divine being and my body is a site of liberation and holding holding all of that to be true with a capital T. I love that. I love that. I may or may not take that that annual theme as well. We'll see. Yeah, we'll have a party. It might be. We'll take a nap. <laughs> we'll have a party. And by party, I mean, we'll take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> I love naps. I'm a big fan of naps. You think, and they're always, to me, they are always, they're really rejuvenating. I don't know. Usually my nap will start with daydreaming. I'll be daydreaming and fall asleep. And then it gets really interesting with my dream because my dream will expand it. And I'll wake up and go, it's just fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's incredible. That's incredible. I wish I could sleep. I sleep much more soundly when I nap Mm -hmm. than I do when I sleep at night. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I love naps. And I do love, my parents always used to call it resting their eyes and sometimes they would fall asleep and sometimes it's really just resting my eyes. You know, I have a, an uh, ice, it's not an ice pack, but an ice mask. And I do that often with my eyes to rest them Um, Mm -hmm. because I can feel when they're tired and yeah. My parents used to say that too. <laughs> like I'm resting my eyes. And as a kid, I was like, what are you, what are you doing? I don't understand what's happening right now. Why do they need rest? <laughs> Why do they need rest? Yeah. And now I'm like, oh, 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 I understand. I understand. Mm-hmm. And that would even be something, you know, as you're implementing rest in your life to do that. Um, when you're inclined to pick up your phone, to take a moment and rest your eyes from the amount of information that we are taking in on a daily basis and to help slow that down, like to take those moments of just closing your eyes and allowing yourself to just be. Yeah. And I think, I think this aligns with the idea of community care as well that thinking about how we can do this for ourselves and thinking about how we can do this for other people as well. The um, One of the folks that we're in contact with has in their email signature something like, um, I, um, I, work, I may work different hours than you. Please, 
please do not feel required to respond to this email if it's outside your working hours. It's like, whoa, incredible. But I think about what are what are ways that we can support rest for those around us and for our community. And so I think one of those ways is being really respectful of folks' boundaries. One of those ways is thinking about what we're asking of others. And another way is to spread this message. So share this with somebody else about what you're doing to try to find rest. Yeah, I love that email signature was such a an eye-opener and, and I asked permission and it's on mine now. It's at the bottom of my emails as well. And and recognizing our instantaneous, instant gratification society of expectation of when you receive something, that means you need to respond and resisting that and saying, no, what do I need right now? And taking care of that. Um, Karen and I always laugh because we text each other and sometimes we'll end up with a whole bunch of texts. And sometimes it's like, you know what? I took time for me and we understand that about each other. And also for me anyway, I know that I have to write it down or I'll forget it. <laughs> so I send the text and it's like, whenever you have a minute to respond, <laughs> otherwise I'm totally going to forget to tell you. <laughs> so that's my, my way of making sure that I do what I'm supposed to do <laughs> or, you know, so it doesn't disappear forever. It doesn't disappear. Right. Yeah. And, and that's, that's the balance, right. That we've spoken, we've been speaking about a little bit into this episode as well, that there's an understanding, right. That we have things we have to do and we have people to whom we're accountable. And, and that is all true. And there's also the truth of like, nobody's going to give you rest. Like, I don't know ever like a time when somebody's been like, hey, hey, Karen, like at work, why don't you go take a nap? Like, this is, that's, this is just not going to happen, right? And so some of this is for us to claim for ourselves, to claim for ourselves as a very powerful practice. So thank you so much for tuning in today, friends. And maybe now you're going to go take a nap, go take a nap and think about how you can capture rest for yourself in moments where you connect mind, spirit, emotion, body. And this is your reminder that you are a divine being enough just as you are. So we will look forward to your tuning in next time. Thank you for listening to Real Vibes Only. We're so grateful for you. Take care.